Hey, it's Greg Allen from the Electrician Success Academy. Did you know that the Academy Mastermind has its own private podcast? It makes it super easy for you to consume the video content with single sign-on linkage to the videos if you need to go and watch the video in our training platform. It has been one of the biggest changes that we've made in the Academy Mastermind and has helped propel electrical businesses forward from all over the world. doesn't matter where you are, these principles are universal and can help you do better in business. If you want a free 30-minute business strategy session, head over to the link in the show notes and book in your free strategy session today with one of our success managers. We look forward to seeing you there. A perfect segue, if I may use that phrase, sure. into kind of the next kind of subject, really, and that is how you go about your next stage planning, uh, no matter when you start. And, and uh my experience in the UK was was very much as you just outlined there, Greg. In the midst of all of the uh, the drama and the and the and the stress that was happening with the GFC, one of my companies started to build a business planning cloud tool. Uh, so we actually built this tool during the the worst of the recession. Um, so um, and that uh, that was an educational process to think around a very practical business way of planning your business and looking at your business model, which is a kind of what we're kind of coming on to now in terms of, you know, how what businesses should be considering as they move out of the, the COVID-19 peak. Yeah. So, yeah, that, uh, really a, a case in point. Um, uh, you know, you're absolutely right. Out of, out of a difficult situation often comes, you know, great ideas and innovation uh, and good ideas. So, yeah, yeah we, we start to look at that kind of planning scenario there are there are quite a few core things to consider when you start to 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 look at your business model afresh and look at and you consider what's happened uh, and you see where your market opportunities are Uh, there are some very good processes that you can follow which i'll kind of let josh maybe take us through uh, some of those step-by-step highlights really to consider and I'll I'll chip in uh, as as we go through. Yeah, I, I was going to jump in and and just talk about where a lot of people are facing immediate change is in that kind of either sourcing of products. So we've got a mass restriction on supply chain at the moment. So a couple of people I've been talking to have had their supply chain obliterated because they were providing product that came out of China uh, or or throughout Asia, and so their business is completely shut up shop. But my challenge to them in that same conversation was, can you find someone to provide similar service, product, whatever it might be, within Australia? Can you can you look elsewhere to source that as opposed to just calling it, it's done? And so, so really when it comes to this planning process, it's about identifying first and foremost how you're getting something to your customer, but then what, what are you sourcing to create that, that product, that service, whatever it might be? And, and like you say, Greg, if it's a service, there could be a glut in the market soon of talent, but if it's a product, it's what's your cost of sale to create that now? How has that changed? And are, are you still going to have a profitable outcome in selling that? Do you have to be reducing the price of it because that's just the way the market views this now and therefore you reduce your cost cost of sale and your cost base? And, and so there's, there's so much that starts to become a part of the thinking to ensure that coming out the, out the other end of this, you're actually running a profitable business. And you're not just, you know, you might for a period of time just be doing what you've got to do to get some dollars in the door, but that can become the norm. And before you know it, you're not actually running a profitable business once we're out the other side of this sort of COVID crisis. 
so you've really got to make sure that you've got visibility and clarity on all of those steps uh, and ensuring that you're you're paying what you should for what it takes to create or deliver the product or service and that your customer is allowing you to see some sort of profit back into the company that keeps you going, helps you survive. Um, so that, yeah, the planning process has to really define, you know, how you're taking something to the market in this new world, whether it becomes a Zoom call as opposed to face-to-face -face sessions, whether it becomes a, an internal supplier within Australia or Western Australia that you identify that helps you continue delivering the product you were creating um, and, and understanding how you're sourcing that and then taking that to market again in this new world uh, and really making sure it lines up financially. So proving that, just doing some really simple modeling around what the cost of acquiring the product is, putting things together, different processes are gonna have to come into place. Um, overheads, man, everyone's cutting overheads left, right and centre. And I think that's an amazing thing because that's revolutionising the way we're running business. You know, I'm sitting in my makeshift office with posters that I haven't hung on the wall yet. My wife's not too happy about it, but it'll happen now because I'm at home and I can do everything that I was doing previously at home, sitting in this makeshift office. Um, it's not going to change anything. All the people that I would have driven an hour to go and see and sit down and have a face-to-face -face with, we can just do it like this. So my cost base for delivering my service is rapidly decreasing. And I'd love to continue doing this this way in the future because you can see the kids when you want to have a break and all this sort of stuff. So, so there's a lot of benefit in this, but it is also good. It's going to mean we can reduce the cost of our services. We can reduce the cost of acquisition for, for whatever it might be to, to build something, make something, et cetera. So they're the kind of key things that I think in this planning process, people need to start thinking about first. And you can do back of the napkin calculations to just make sure it makes sense just before you dive into that great new idea you've had because you're stressed and it's not actually the right way to go. Mm. So that, that I think is some of the really important first steps to take going through this process. Yep. Um, Paul might have a few things to add. Yeah, no, I mean, all of that is absolutely core to doing it. And it's also, yeah, some of the other things to consider are how are you going to sell your products and services? Because that might change too. Channels to market are absolutely key, and they may that may well have changed. There may be some reduction in how you can do that. You can do it more efficiently, do it a different way. Uh, so there's the channels to market are a very very important thing to consider. The other thing is diversification. You know, do you come out of a COVID nine recession doing the same stuff you're doing now, or do you remove a third from your portfolio and add a new third on to enable you to sustain yourself? in terms of your range of products and services, we could see a, a shift uh, in, the, in the diversification and product spread and service spread of businesses quite easily. Uh, and again, uh, you know, and certainly from the clients that I'm working with, you know, thankfully we were already on with that over the last couple of years. Um, and that's, that is a, it's almost like a behavior. Uh, it, it's, it's, sometimes it's a bit less of a strategy. It's actually a willingness to think like that. To think that it's actually okay to start to explore doing things differently, creating new products and services, packaging things up. And as I touched on earlier on, thinking of innovative ways that your customers can pay you. So it's not yeah. all about pricing and about service. It's actually thinking a bit broader than that uh, yeah. in terms of how that might work. So one of the things to consider when we were talking about diversification is as well as planning your business as a whole, you can actually plan out the viability of those new services and products that you're thinking about introducing. So you don't have to rush 
to try and uh, create something and just add it onto your sales portfolio. It's you could stress test it first uh, and you can look at the profitability, the genuine market, how much competition there is in the market for that particular service at the moment. Stress test that first. Look at that diversification. Stress test it first. Make sure that it's profitable. Make sure that you can actually deliver it operationally before you actually then start to add that into your portfolio. So planning, 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 very, very important, uh, both in the short term uh, and, as I say, um, as an integral part of how we move post-COVID-19. Um, yeah, definitely. I think I think the, it's funny, we've, we've talked a lot about planning, but it's actually really about proving. And so what we're really trying to do is prove that something's going to work before we just start chasing a great idea or an idea that's come from that stressful place you were talking about, Greg. And, and we're going to have a lot of those, but, but the faster you can prove them and get to a no, this isn't actually the way we're going to go, the better off you are because you're going to see benefit by choosing the right one and going in the right direction. Um, so we've touched a lot on, I guess, that financial stuff and proving things from a financial perspective. But once you've got something, it's how do you then execute on that? And that's almost the business plan to that financial plan. And so that's really where you're identifying the sort of critical elements, the, the sort of ingredients to making it successful in this new marketplace, uh, because it is, it's a very rapidly shifting marketplace. And so the things that are excelling are home delivery based sort of solutions and, and I'll come to you instead of you having to come to me. And, and so you've got to really start thinking about how your marketing product and digital is going to dominate, I think, in the near term. Uh, and it's going to get so much noisier than it is. And so making sure you're across the best platform to you to reach this new customer, that, that's critical. Yeah. So understanding where this customer is for maybe this diversified direction you're heading or, or this new world so that you're spending time, effort and energy in the right place and not just a bit of a shotgun approach across like six different platforms, hoping something sticks. So really nailing and understanding that sort of the marketing approach and the go to market side of things alongside that sort of proven financial piece is critical because you can potentially spend way more than you should be to sort of get that, that customer acquisition nailed. Um, and then I think there's a lot to be said about the value of video in this world at the moment. There's a lot of people that are still terrified to stand in front of a camera and talk, but I think we're seeing hopefully more and more people adjusting to that uh, and, and being willing to sort of have a, a conversation with a customer face-to-face -face, uh, and investing in a little bit of that kind of, you know, simple editing and video sort of production can elevate what you've got as a message so much in this environment and can really put your light years ahead of others um, within, a, within a market. And Greg, you're a perfect example of that with all the work you've done with response and, and sort of that electrician world. Uh, you, you so rapidly elevate yourself above, above, above those who just have their number on the side of their car. So, so it's a very, very much a shifting market in that respect. So, so understanding how you're taking this new product to market is so, so important. Uh, and, and being sure you're doing it in a targeted manner, uh, knowing where your customer is and, and helping them appreciate this, this new product, service offering, pricing model, delivery model, etc. cetera. Um, so yeah, really, really critical in that delivery point. Yeah, totally. Like, I, I think that if we can't innovate right now and bring out new ways of delivering service without actually going anywhere, if you are a... Uh, you know, a company that goes to people's houses or, or businesses to provide the service of value, then we're going to see a real uh, stall in your, you know, ability to sell product. So we need yep. to think of ways to be able to do that 
without you know have to physically be there and just having that question on the table gets you thinking doesn't it like anyone listening to this right now is is thinking right now oh yeah how am i going to do that and there's technology yeah. out there that's going to enable you to be able to do the things that you're thinking about right now too and if, if i pick a trade i'll use a plumber as an example so i have a mate who's a plumber and uh he's a, a commercial plumber but i still call him when i have a problem at my house because i'm not a handyman uh, and he will video chat with me. I'll show him what the problem is. He'll tell me exactly what I've got to do. I'll go get the parts myself and I'll start doing the change myself. And I'll send him, you know, a carton of beer or whatever it might be every now and then because I keep asking him to help a problem. But you as a plumber could start doing video call servicing because people don't want you in their house. There, there's this, and so there's so much opportunity, even in environments where people think, oh, it's a physical solution. Nah, there's so many ways around it these days that you can still be making money, you can still be a little bit at a time, and it's gonna add up. So, yeah. so really that thinking and, and yeah, innovative approach is critical. So with that, um, don't say his name on camera because plumbing is a licensed trade, but, but something like changing your wife. <laughs> But, but, um, but changing a washer or, you know, walking yeah, someone through a fault is. line for electrical yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, is something that you can do. So that's a really good example of like doing it legally and within the framework that we've got to work within Always. Is, mm -hmm. uh, is the way that we want to think. And if there are solutions, there are ways that you're going to be able to achieve that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Cool. So yeah, there's, uh, I mean, there's many, many awesome things that people can start to think about acting on that sort of stress fueled idea, but doing it in a smart way and really trying to understand that it's going to be, you know, ideally profitable um, in the long term, uh, but support the business in sort of getting through the storm that's coming uh, in, in some places is really already here. Um, and yeah, there, there's a ton of tools out there. You know, we've got our tool venture cast that people can use and we've explained some of the elements of that today, but back of the napkin stuff to really get to know fast, I think is a really, really critical part of this process and not just going, I've had a great idea, putting all of my eggs in that basket and chasing it. You really got to prove what's possible before you go after it. We, um, we had an, I've got a personal example of what we did because we had the fear of being shut down completely as a company as well. And we did some financial forecasting of, okay, if we get shut down, what does it look like for two weeks and what does it look like for four weeks financially for us? Like we do zero work. And that's worst case scenario and electrical is uh, an essential service. So we won't be doing zero work, but mm -hmm. I still forecast for zero. Because mm. if we do anything, it's better than what I've forecasted. So when we looked at that and we actually said, well, everyone's going to stay at home. We're going to, what, what does it look like when we pay wages? What does it look like when we fire 50%? What does it look like when we fire 100%? And, and just had a full idea of exactly what this looks like and what trigger will we pull at the right time if we need to. Mm. Um, so mm. I think that's something that people don't do. They, they feel scared. They don't want to put themselves in their mind even in that position so they just don't yeah. even go there and that's like the yeah. worst thing yeah. you can do in business because you don't know what's going to happen if it if it does happen like cafes restaurants you know tourism companies right now they're like oh shit i didn't even think yeah. about this and now we're we've got it happening right now so like yeah. what you guys are saying like we have to think we have to put ourselves in that difficult position and yeah. what what if even though you don't want that to happen so bad you still have to go there in your mind 
Yeah, yeah, but, but there's support out there, like we're saying, around that kind of finding an advisor to help you have that conversation with yourself and, and use that sounding board. Sorry, I cut you off, Paul. No, that, that's fine. No, you're, that, you're absolutely right. And I think one of the things, going back to GFC again, from the experience that we had with the GFC was, you know, yeah, you, you've, it's quite confronting. Uh, you've got to be really upfront about your business, and it's actually a real test of metal for business leaders at the moment. It's not a very pleasant one, but it's a real test of metal for business leaders. I mean, we're talking about, you know, staffing and, and the, the really, you know, it can be pretty traumatic to have to let people go. But if you try and focus on the positive side of that and think, what does my business need as we move out of this financial uh, stress into a new world? If I'm gonna change my business model by a third, I'll probably need, as a business owner, different types of staff in there. So yeah. actually, really, no matter how difficult it is to let people go, yeah. you have to keep focus on the new team. Uh, and it might only be a small adjustment from the team that you that you entered this period with. Uh, but it's, it, it is all about making sure you've got the right team of people for the next era of the business. Uh, and, it, and we saw lots of examples in the UK, certainly, of businesses that tried everything they could to retain their the same staff and ethically that's admirable of course uh, but actually when they came out of recession they were actually with good ideas they were ill-equipped to actually deliver those new ideas and have a different type of business afterwards so they're pretty serious things to consider and they're very very challenging uh, it's never very pleasant but they're the, they're the literal the practical things that will be in the mindset of a lot of business owners at the moment